VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is it too late now to say sorry? Cause I'm It's not too late for Baker Mayfield to lead the Rams back to the Super Bowl. Welcome to a Mr. Irrelevant edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hartigan. 11-1. Guys, Jalen Hurts is the MVP. It's pretty awesome. I've never experienced a season where the MVP played for my team, so uh, we'll, we'll get into that later. Oh, there's uh, still time for him to uh, <laughs> like break a leg or something. Hey, the last time the Eagles had an MVP, Norm Van Brocklin won it in 1960. My dad wasn't even alive for that one. So wow. uh, it would be very thrilling if the Eagles have the MVP. Uh, That's also my name on Postmates. Sorry. Okay. With us as always, Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, does Joe Burrow own Patrick Mahomes? I don't care. But what I do <laughs> care about is misappropriating this MVP award to a guy who's not even favored to win it when it's obvious that when you add an A.J. Brown, you add every single luxury piece on your offense and defense and then go win games, it's not quite as impressive as the money-saving brilliance of building through the draft, getting rid of Tyreek, and still leading your team to a nine and three top of the AFC West, probably top of the AFC. How much is Patrick Mahomes making the next 10 years? $500 million, something like that. It's That's very valuable. <laughs> I would say that might be the most valuable player that I'm aware of. It's, it's a, a team contract. friendly, team friendly, $500 million deal. Jalen hurts on a rookie deal. Hey, we got Washington commanders fan, Jamel Johnson. Jamel, how was that tie baby? I want to know more about how much money Norm Van Brocklin was making. How much did Norm Van Brocklin get after that MVP campaign? Hey, before we get into it, that fourth voice that you've heard, uh, we are lucky enough to have a very funny comedian and Patriots fan. I, I see here in my notes, Adam Newman. Yeah, Adam, hey. I have to ask, what the fuck is this Patriots team? Welcome to the show. Thanks for thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. First off, I'd already like to apologize for starting off by interrupting with "I hope your MVP gets injured" <laughs> joke. That is not. Yeah, that was pretty rough. That's that not good. That was a bad impression. Uh, maybe edit this apology first so people know <laughs> that that's not what the rest of this is going to be. I'm not on here to do that. I don't want we anyone edit nothing. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I'm, I also apologize. I have a lot of apologies right off the bat. I apologize for being a Patriots fan. Mm-hmm. That is, uh, you, that is, you. I was born thank in you. New Hampshire to two Boston parents. And uh, it's, it's just, a, I'm a product of, of my environment. And um, I also, now that we've won enough Super Bowls for my lifetime, I, I truly want uh, all of your teams to win some as well. <laughs> well, they have. We don't need I know, fucking I, charity. I, I know. I was there with you, Danny. Uh, and I've been with you through some hard times, so I'm I, I'm happy mostly, for you forever. I hope you win more. And I also would like to say I I believe that the most valuable player should either be based on who is making the most in the league, because yes. that is truly literally the most valuable player, or <laughs> whoever wins the most valuable player automatically gets paid the most next season. I think the value should be monetary and represented monetarily, 
uh, to go along with the award. I love that. I would say that does make Deshaun Watson the MVP this season. So. <laughs> <Okay>. It's true. <laughs> you did just allude to watching Danny suffer through a game. I think we all watched the 2019 AFC Championship game together at Danny's apartment. Yeah. The four of us were there. We witnessed it. Newman, glorious overtime victory. Yeah. For your team and that went on to win the Super Bowl. Yes. Uh, and you know, it's so strange watching your team beat a very good friend of yours team right in front of them. Like it, it's funny. Cause I think if the chiefs won, Danny would have fully enjoyed it. But since the Patriots won, I didn't, I didn't really enjoy it because I felt, I felt for my friend Danny and I especially uh, at least three times as much felt for uh, Danny's wife. <laughs> I just, every time, the, every time the chiefs lose, I'm like, Oh man, I feel so bad for Danny. And what I do feel you, really bad for Natalie. What do you guys think is happening? Really? Am I smacking her around? No, no you guys are no, insinuating. No, insinu- you're making no. her watch plays over. You're making her watch t- game tape. I mean, you're, you're, making her, you're making her watch reenactments on Madden that you're like, we should have done this. I'm in a bad mood for an hour and then it's over. I go and cook dinner. I'm not smacking my wife. No one thinks you're smacking your wife. Honestly, I I think I would feel less bad for her if you smacked her than you spent the hours uh, sulking and, uh, you know, taking the vibe down in the apartment. Why don't people like it when I sulk? I just enjoy it. I kind of like it. I've had a good ass time with you. Watching the Patriots win that game. And then Danny made the like six amazing dips. All the cheese blues in his house. That's why I people still come over because I can throw a party and then ruin it if if Patrick <laughs> doesn't play up to my standards. Newman, what's your relationship like with the 2022 New England Patriots? Are you miffed? Do you care? Are you I, out? Where you at? I feel like we have won as many Super Bowls as I need. Which you know, again, if I have kids, it would be nice to nice for them to be great. Again, Jesus Christ, it's really hard to not say that Man, phrase, especially when talking about the Patriots, and you really just feel like it's a bad combo all around. Well, um, so before we get into the, because Dan was already trying to segue, but I do want to know, are you following Tom Brady's career now that he's splinched, technically not on your team, but a, a legend in your eyes, now that he's gone through this divorce, his life is half falling apart, half not after last yeah. night. Like, where do you still feel for him, even though he's in Tampa Bay? What's the Patriots fan? I, I look follow on that? I at this at this point. I'm following Tom Brady more than I'm following the Patriots. But I wouldn't say I care that much if the Bucks win a Super Bowl. I would I, for Tom Brady's legacy, just as like a greatest of all time. And, and sorry if you, I know I. I know Danny. Uh, He's fine. Sure. Yeah. And you know what? I got my things with Tom Brady. Tom Brady is not my favorite person in the world. I, I don't know. I, I, politically, I can't tell what his deal is. He wants Kissing to make America son, great again. Tell. What's that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, but yeah, I know. Sure. As growing up a New England fan, I like Tom Brady and I, I still have my, uh, the best part about having your championships in all the sports is I feel free to uh, enjoy players and uh, other teams my friends like and uh, root for them as well. So it's fun to watch Tom Brady, and I like watching. I like. I, we got to watch another fourth quarter comeback, which was really mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, every time he throws a pass, every time he scores a touchdown, you're like, just add it to the insane uh, uh, 
whatever the insane numbers that is going to be insane for somebody to ever reach. And and also, did you hear the rumor that Tom Brady may come back to New England for his final final season next year? I have not heard that rumor yet. It actually makes some sense. I mean, Belichick. <laughs> Belichick has proven that he can live without Brady. Brady's proven he can live without Belichick. Brady went to Kraft's birthday party. They're good old buds. Tom knows he's not going to win another one in in Tampa Bay. It's not the right team. But the Pats kind of look like they do have a team he could win with. I don't know. I think the combination of Tom Brady and Marcus Jones is just going to be completely (laughs) unstoppable in 2023, 24. I think, I mean, how, I think it'd be fun if he returned the same way if, uh, if, uh, if LeBron, you know, went back to Cleveland for a final season, played with his son or something, or, uh, (laughs) you know, any, any of the, any of the guys who go back to their old teams to retire as a Patriot or retire as a, did did Kevin Garnett go do that and retire as a Timberwolf or something? I don't know. I he like... did not. But you know, if you if you do if <laughs> you do not, put... did he go back to Minnesota at some point? <laughs> he finally he went back like the other day. He went back to Boston first, and then he finally went back to Minnesota like last week. Also, you can't say Tom Brady playing with his son and not catch a little. You can't really say <laughs> that without hearing something else. Yeah, I do want to see more kissing in the huddles. Let's let's start the show the way we always do by talking about what we hated about watching football the previous week. Danny, kick us off. What'd you hate about watching football last week? Right. So I feel like this is kind of a perfect segue just talking about the Tom Brady uh, New England fan stuff because what I hated this week was quarterback simping. Mm. You know what it is. I've seen I've been seeing it a lot more actually on Twitter now that I just have the podcast account to browse on, so it's all the sports things. You know, the quarterback tweets something about his foundation or whatever, and then you go into the replies, and it's just dudes climbing all over each other in the replies to be like, you are him, you know? (laughs) Love you, big daddy. Like, strong arm emoji, squirt emoji. Like, shameful, shameful stuff. Who's getting simped the most? Oh, well, I mean, it's it's. Probably my guy, honestly, but it's every every town is willing to jump on its quarterback's dick at any moment. It seems like when Jimmy G got injured, I saw guys were offering to give him their feet. They were like, please take my ligaments. I don't need them. I'll crawl around like a filthy worm. That's the attitude. Like the worst I saw this week was Justin Fields posted at DoorDash to say he didn't get his food. You know, standard customer service complaint. And there were grizzled dock working Chicagoland guys offering to Venmo him the 90 bucks. I guess I should be grateful they didn't send that money to Herschel Walker, but still it's pathetic that they're willing to take out of their paycheck to give to a soon to be multi multi millionaire. I'll say this. I love Patrick Mahomes. All right. I fucking love the guy. He's the best quarterback in the league. There's no sounds question like about simping. It. If you ask me, <laughs> he's a ray of sunshine in my life. But Adam, I'm not trying to fuck him. That's the difference. <laughs> I think I've never even tried to communicate with him. And that's the way it should be. You should never deign to meet your heroes like that. If you do, it should be organic. If you're a fan out there who's actually been simping, like do yourself a favor. Take some stock in your life. Maybe ask your wife to step on your balls or have whatever <laughs> passes for an affair in Green Bay. Just just enjoy the team on a normal level like I do. 
listening to the entire audio of our special teams guy at his Thursday podium appearance. (laughs) Danny, you bring up an amazing point. And it's a a shift. It's a generational shift. I remember all of the content or storytelling about the super fan when we were growing up was negative. Mm. Celtic pride or somebody who's getting too close to the their their favorite team or favorite player every tale about that was like don't do that that mm-hmm. is bad it's weird and now social media allows you and these guys are young as well so they're checking the shit all day every day and there's this weird interaction where people feel compelled to let them know how much they love them or how much they suck and it's just any given day, it can be the worst shit in the world or the best or offering to pay for their DoorDash. And there's a barrier that has been broken. And I think that's you've identified something, maybe in the culture at large, but specifically in sports, which is fucking weird. Why are you reaching out to these people? Dudes used to get letters. I used to mail Fred Smoot a picture of me smoking a blunt in front of my parents' house. But you didn't think Twitter- Fred, you didn't think Fred Smoot was gonna put that like on his windowsill and be like, Hey, Jamel Johnson wrote me a letter. Well, that's yes, what these I did. people that's are waiting for. I, did. I thought he, no. I thought he might. Fred no, Smoot he... might like that. I mean, uh, these quarterbacks get like 30,000 thirsty dudes a day. I mean, it, it's, there's a difference. Like that one blunt picture is like, that's a cool little gift. It's not, you know, the I kind like of it. It stands out from the mix. You know, like this dude sending me pictures of him smoking bloods. Like that's See, it is, it's a cute. It's like it's quaint. It's really personable. Did you send it to care of FedEx Field or what? Would, you know, where do you send it to Fred Smith? Do you get his address? Well, yeah, I was sending it to. I used to send it to the grocery store he would go to, Harris Teeter, Ashburn. <laughs> what would well, you, you say? Said, <laughs> what was the message? Just like, hey, you know this one. This is what I'm on. How are you? You know, let's, let's smoke a good bunch game last week. Come through Woodbridge. Here I'm at. Here's where I'm at. Okay, so etc. This had okay. You're right. Th- this has existed in some form for a long time. It's analog the instant feedback and- thing. It's analog. I think yeah. if you if you really had something to say, you had to sit down. Shit's less meaningful, and people don't think about what the fuck they're doing anymore. Um, and it means we're old. I think it just means we're old, that's and I'm true. sorry yeah, for pointing that out. <laughs> I used to send. I mean, this was back in the day when it was like autograph chasing, but I don't know if you guys had the like basketball card Beckett price guides that had like the team addresses in the back. But we used to send self-addressed stamped envelopes and a little letter to you know, hey, Scotty Pippen, here's a. I'm Adam. I'm ten. I live in New Hampshire, and then. Uh, <laughs> You know, every every now and then, dude, David Robinson and Dominique Wilkins sent me back signed cards. But uh, hey. some other dudes, some other dudes like, uh, you know, I think Scottie Pippen, obviously Michael Jordan, a few other ones. You get you get like the uh, the fa- the team Nike sends you whatever, whatever, eight by ten or whatever. But oh, yeah. MJ know. didn't give a fuck about the kids. That stuff was still nice, though. I haven't done it's, that since I was 10 or 11 and I wasn't smoking blunts back then, but still a different still nice to get something in the mail. It's just like today it's fishing with dynamite because I don't know if you saw the Monday night football lead up Tom Brady, you know, got some fan mail from a kid who is fighting some rare type of disease and Tom took to the kid, but 
isn't it just Tom's team is sifting through the thousands oh, of yeah. thirsty bullshits to be like, oh, okay, there's a 10-year-old kid. Uh, we'll do a segment on that. And Tom, you, you got to show up for five minutes. <laughs> you never seen in the locker room, they show Tom Brady open his locker and all the fan mail just spills out and he has to go through it. And he's like, oh, you can tell what the cancer kids are. Um, um, okay. Adam Newman, what'd you hate about watching football last week? I have a weird, it's not a specific thing to football. It's a more general thing. And uh, it, it goes against what I said about being able to watch football the most this week. This is the first week uh, me and my wife decided we were going to get rid of live TV. Okay. So, wow. which we've had live TV forever. And so I had no live TV. I knew I was doing this podcast. I was like, it's all right. I usually go to one of a few buddies places to watch the games. I figured I'd watch with Danny since I was doing the podcast and he's got a wife with the sniffles at home. And I'm like, I'm not risking that shit right now. So it was, uh, my big thing this week was trying to catch up on all the week without watching anything live, trying to go watch, like, you know, recap of the whole at first it was like, see if I get a recap of the whole season. Then it was like recaps of individual games. And it's, uh, I don't know. I don't know what you guys watch, but I'm not like Danny where I'll watch an hour of special teams, uh, recap <laughs> from the fucking season ticket holder, whatever. It's good. Shit. Uh, no, <laughs> so I, think, I had I think a little bit right. of trouble. I was like really trying to sift shoot through. I was like, okay, if I have, in like a day, what can I really catch up on? So I watched the games I really wanted to watch. I watched the Bucks recaps. I watched the Patriots recaps. I watched the the Chiefs. Sorry, Danny. I didn't know. I didn't know till t- I didn't know. Um, Stupid. And uh, so it was a little crazy. Uh, it's kind of fun. It's kind of fun watching like just highlights, but um, not not the same experience of going through you know the whole weekend of watching football. But I don't think it's uncommon anymore. I have a neighbor. Um, this guy named Eddie. And every time he's walking his dog or something, he'll see me standing out front and he'll be like, don't tell me, don't tell me. And he catches up on all the games through YouTube or like he binge watches like a month at a time of football. It's like, he's doing a series on HBO, but he's doing it with sports. Like I thought the live thing was kind of the whole appeal of it, but I don't think that's the case anymore. I think people might take this shit in like a little bit differently now like binge tv culture has yeah, like yeah. translated to it that makes sense because you like when i play like a, a full season on like madden or nba 2k like it's fun to be like just boom 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 just blast through a couple of them i could see being like oh man you know chiefs lost this week let's see like it's kind of a cliffhanger like we got to get the next one and you can watch it right away that, that could be fun i'm ready to sim to the end of the season right now let's just <laughs> yeah. get to the playoffs <laughs> yeah Play two minute quarter games and just yeah plow through. Yeah, but Danny, imagine this: you spend the next twenty eight days doing whatever the fuck you would do other than care about Chiefs football, and then January fifth or whatever, you sit down. And you're like, cool. I've somehow managed to avoid learning about any of the results. I'm going to sit down. I'm going to binge the last five games. Do you think that would be a satisfying day or would you be like, why the fuck am I doing this? I think Can I be... answer for Danny real quick? <laughs> sure. I don't think Danny could handle that that roller coaster of emotions <laughs> in that brief of a period. I, I think it would be an unsatisfying day, but probably a more satisfying life. I <laughs> that's, I, yeah, I think that's true. We do dedicate a ridiculous amount of time towards sports, so... It is. That's fair. Um, okay, Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football last week? 
well, what I hated was first tip for you, Adam. If you're looking for a way to just watch live games, digital antenna is the way to go. If, right. you, if you're cutting cords, you could still get a couple games. But what I hated is regional coverage. The problem with when you use an antenna is you get whatever game they decide to show you. And I live in L.A. and I like the Washington Commanders. And yeah, I, whatever. So I wake up not expecting to watch the Commanders. But this week I woke up and the 10 a.m. game that they had on CBS was the New York Jets versus the Minnesota Vikings. It's a good game. And I was like, what the fuck? Why do I have to watch this? If you can flex the night game, you can also flex the early game. Because you know who else was playing in a New York football team? The goddamn Commanders. A way more compelling game than Jets-Vikings. This shit actually matters to some playoff standings. That Jets game doesn't mean dick all to anybody's dicks. The Jets are 7-4. and Kind of means something. Yeah. Man, fuck that. The NFC East is the best division in football history right now. Show me my goddamn team. If you're willing to show the Jets, you can show the Giants. And I don't want to hear about how CBS only plays AFC games because that's not even true. Because when they signed Tony Romo, they were like, ooh, if we get more Cowboys games, everybody will uh, suck on our little weeders. (laughs) So they definitely play more NFC games on CBS. You could have gave me my game. Flex early games, too. That so would this have is a request. Some, this is a request. I don't disagree. I don't think the Jets should ever be uh, broadcast. Period is my personal. Opinion. It was a great <laughs> game against a nine and two Vikings team. I loved it. I really enjoyed it. I gotta watch Mike White. I gotta watch everybody show up to the stadium in Mike White t-shirts. The no. Jets got a D, man. I do understand where Jamel's coming from because today's it's all about control and to just have this completely outside. See, of your choice decision making is just they're going to give you what they're going to give you, and every other part of your life is I can access my food, my cable TV shows at any given fucking time that I want, and then this, there's still this holdover. That yeah, because is- now because I live in Kentucky, I got to watch the Browns. <laughs> How dare you? Javel, I live in Kentucky. Game- that game is like when you buy a. It's like when you buy a iPhone and it comes with a U two album on it, and it's the only <laughs> thing you can listen to. That's what. Yeah, I is. felt like I was listening to fucking uh, what's the name of one of them songs? R- Respected by Wolves. I don't know what U <laughs> two was talking about. Jesus, man. How did okay? All right, I, I apologize. I was a little out of hand there. That's okay. Uh, quickly, I have, I have a few rapid fire ones. Uh, so what I hate about watching football was the Colts on primetime was disgusting against the Cowboys Sunday night. Nick Foles is sitting right there. I have to watch Matt Ryan. It's so bad. The primetime games coming up are just unbelievably bad, which I know they already have flexed one game, but I think some of them are locked in the Monday night stuff. So we have a lot of Patriots games coming up, Adam, that are we have Patriots at Cardinals. Dude, Patriots Marcus at Raiders. Jones, dude, Marcus Jones in the national spotlight with the big bright lights on. <laughs> We're gonna see something special this year. Okay, I'm getting the a jersey. The Rams have four more primetime games. Somehow Rams <sighs> at Packers, Broncos at Rams, Rams at Chargers, Chargers at Colts. There's so many bad games. So that's one thing. Uh Odell Beckham Jr.'s 
mm. courting sessions, this whole bachelor, will they, won't they bullshit he's doing with every team. He's acting like he's the hottest girl, but he's damaged goods. He's in his 30s. How many teams can make grand overtures to this man? It seems like everybody has tried and like courted him in some way, and it's disgusting to watch. I'm proud of the fact that Josina Anderson tweeted that, uh, that basically tweeting from Odell Beckham's camp, but saying like, will the Chiefs pony up for Odell? <laughs> Clear he wants in and we won't give him the money. I love it. She is, she's so interesting because she's one of the people who have, she's only players. Like there's mm-hmm. shills for the league and then there's shills for the players. She's just exclusively speaks on behalf oh, of the players. I thought you meant like only fans, but for players. Ooh, <laughs> that's a good idea. I think she is an only fan. Of a I don't know. I kind of tuned out for her personal life. It's okay. Because uh, the other way I was going was the Adam Schefter, Deshaun Watson tweet on Saturday night. Um. So Deshaun Watson obviously was suspended for 11 games. He has this sordid history of sexual misconduct, uh, settled out of court for however the fuck much money. So Adam Schefter, Saturday night, the night before Deshaun Watson is returning to the football field for the first time, like 700 days, puts out a tweet that is just so vague. You just wonder like who planted it or who motivated to have this story go out. The whole coverage is bizarre. So, the headline is experts have described signs of progress during Deshaun Watson's mandatory treatment program. <laughs> what does that mean? It well, means he's I, nodding and going, I get it. Yeah, I, wasn't I mean, to do that. the smallest amount of accountability. Yeah. And or <laughs> what is, is the program? He somebody tried like a doctor tried to give him like a test massage to see if he would react and he oh didn't God. get a boner. Maybe that was it. They just they make wa- him watch the went, movie, the program. Yeah, he just went <laughs> half stock while getting a leg massage. No, I like what you're saying, Danny. It's kind of like, it's a bit of, it's entrapment a little bit, but basically like, hey, it's like um, in Goodfellas where they put Joe Pesci in the house before he gets whacked, but they just walked Sean into just this circumstance where there's a massage table and like a person standing and they're like, how are you going to handle this? <laughs> Have you learned anything? Um, yes. Anyhow, he played horribly, and uh, Newman, I don't know if you know this, they As he played horribly because he didn't get the release he needed before the game. That's po- very possible. Very possible. Uh, I don't know if they did the the the, polit- the politician move where, I don't know if you remember, the Clintons have done this to the Trumps, and the Trumps have done this to the Clintons, where you bring all of your accusers to wherever the person is. So there is, I think, 11 people in the stands at the game oh, and he was yeah. aware of this. And so he had to play in front of people who had accused him just bizarre. It's the opposite of like, I'm going to hit a home run for the kid. <laughs> <with> cancer. <laughs> He's like, all right, all my accusers are here. They want to see me do bad. This one's for you. And those are the signs of progress that his doctors saw him not performing. Well, I kind of like that. Accusers. I think he was respectful to, for, for him not to just yes. fucking go off and score yeah. six touchdowns. Yeah. Yeah. You okay. guys are here. It makes me feel sorry. I'm not going to play well. I'm making progress. Anyhow, Adam Schefter, suspect. I don't like that tweet. I don't like that he wrote this story for ESPN. I don't know where the fuck this is coming from. He just wrote a very vague story about how amazing the progress is going. Just I don't understand it. Okay, let's move on. Let's get into a game that Danny pitched on Sunday. 
which we all felt was very fun. What is your football sliding doors moment? I mean, there's so many, every, the bounce of the ball can go either way in any game. And that can go all the way up to your GMs who they're trading for or your fandom. So I don't know, Danny, um, elaborate and then give us your football sliding doors. You know, we all, we all know this feeling. It's, it reminded me, the thing that got me here was, uh, there was the story about how our, one of our offensive coaches, Matt Nagy, uh, when Mahomes was maybe going to get drafted, Reed wasn't sure he wanted to bring in Mahomes for some look at the whiteboard. He wanted him to, to see how quick he was processing the X's and O's. Matt Nagy gave him the plays the night before this was all revealed on the Kelsey brothers podcast and, you know, sliding doors thing. We might not have gotten Mahomes if he hadn't cheated on the test. And, uh, so I just was thinking about it and, you know, you might think that I would say like, you know, it's like Adam kind of said, it's that 2019 AFC championship Mahomes versus yeah. Brady where mm-hmm. D Ford was offside. Maybe he's not offside. I bet we win it all. Uh, or Mahomes with the bucks, you know, when he played Mahomes, when, when Eric Fisher gets injured in the AFC championship game, just, keep his ACL intact. Maybe we have an actual offensive line and we don't have to get crushed or that fucking Kelsey fumble yesterday that cost us another fucking Bengals game. Are you fucking kidding me? Take a, take a breath, take a breath. (laughs) All right. Well, actually I'm going to go way back. All right. 1995. This is where I think all my football problems began divisional round 13 and three chiefs at home against Jim Harbaugh's Colts. They called him captain comeback that season. We had Rich Gannon. He was having a good run in the playoffs. Great defense. All-time O-line. It's a 10-7 game in the fourth quarter when Lynn Elliott, a little bitch, shanks this 43-yard field goal, and we get upset in that game. And then I got upset, and I still am. I'm toxically angry every day. Uh, I feel it was a trauma on par with like something like a family member being executed in front of me. That's how it feels. Oh, um, but if that bitch makes that kick, I am certain that we win the Super Bowl that year and it would have saved me decades of pain. Pain that has held me back in my life from trusting people and being more social. It's made me get openly mad at untalented coworkers, as we've seen at our job together. It's kept me from being able to express love properly to my wife or anyone really other than my cat. Uh, Long story short, I believe if Lynn little bitch Elliot didn't shank that field goal, I would have Chuck Lorre's career right now. I'd be the most successful (laughs) version of myself, a Jewish mogul in the TV industry. And uh, so yes, unslide that shit. And, uh, (laughs) Life is better for everyone here. <laughs> but like I was thinking about these, what, what's the downside? What's the butterfly effect here? What do you lose out on by becoming this fully realized ultra version of Danny Solomon? Well, real pain. I, yeah, never I would say feels the pain. That. Also, oh, yeah. I mean, this podcast, obviously that wouldn't be happening. That's true. Probably wouldn't happen. Way too successful for this. As I hope <laughs> one of you guys will be at one point and, and uh, help me along. And I mean, you know, obviously there's all the different sliding doors that might lead to you not marrying your wife, which I guess that would, that would suck also. But you know, I mean, maybe there's, maybe I'm, maybe I'm, you with never Giselle. thought about that. Yeah. If the maybe chiefs are good when you're a little kid, you never want to leave because you're happy there and you <laughs> never go to New York and like learn how yeah. to, you know what I'm saying? Get your swerve on. 
That's true. Also, I don't think Giselle and I would laugh as much as me and my wife. She seems boring, <laughs> to be honest. Yes, for uh, Newman. What's your football I, sliding doors moment? I gotta get. I gotta. I need a little clarification on sliding doors here. Sliding doors is this. This. This is all things that sh- you wish would have happened that would have improved my fandom. No, or no, don't tell me you haven't seen the 1998 Gwyneth Paltrow movie Sliding Doors, in which a classic. The difference between a completely different version of her life that day occurs because the the subway doors close on her or don't close depending on but was her life worse or better because of what happened i think it it tries to demonstrate (laughs) that it's a push i think it's like you get different things from different outcomes because this is what i want to do i want to be like okay patriots 18 in one season but it's Mm -hmm. like but who cares i I mean once (laughs) what do you have it's like if i if we had never won randy moss I i think randy moss cares that's like one guy i could think of who would care Randy but Moss mostly is, people don't care. He never got one. He never, never yeah, sure. He never got one, but he's also fine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I he's mean, fine. and he's when I was a kid, uh, I loved uh, the Bills and Jim Kelly so much. And, you know, you have the uh, uh, man. Who was it that fucking? Oh, Scott Norwood. The Scott, Scott Norwood. Norwood kid. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, if that would have happened, I probably would have been. I probably would have, at least for a small period, would have been a huge Bills fan. Uh, here's That's a weird deal. sliding. Uh, I was a huge. I, I wanted you know football and NFL and NBA jerseys so bad when I was a kid, but I you know they're expensive, and so I always used to get the ones that um, uh, they usually go on sale if a player got traded. So when I was a kid, I was rocking a, a Marshall Falk Colts jersey. Oh, after yeah. he, where did he go? He went to the Rams after that, I think. Yes, yeah, sir. I was Pretty wearing sure. a Marshall Falk jersey his whole Rams career, thinking, uh, just you know, super, su- super big. I, I became a big Marshall Falk fan at that point, uh, just based on the jersey. Is that a sliding door thing? I don't think so. I don't think that's the right thing. That's just exactly. my closet. I don't know if I have one, guys. I really, uh, my fandom came from. Uh, being born in New England and b- uh, being real lucky the whole rest of my your, life. Your life has been a series of very fortunate <laughs> events. Doors, it would have been the, nice the, the if Drew Bledsoe... I mean, all I can really say is, oh man, if Drew Bledsoe had won one, I would have been a fan earlier. I would I would have been a, I would have been happier earlier. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. It's all about well, that first <clears throat> loss that you take. I'm going to cut the line and go before Jamel because my sliding doors moment, the 2001 Patriots... If Drew Bledsoe never gets hurt, everything's different about that's the, a good, that's a good point. the rest We're of the history of the NFL, yeah. let alone your Patriots fandom. We never probably even learn who Tom Brady is. Yeah. Bill Belichick probably gets fired, never gets another job. Garoppolo wouldn't have broken his foot. <laughs> everything's different. Trump doesn't Except- win in 2016. I could see that. I could see a path to that. Honestly, I think Garoppolo breaking his foot might be my sliding door moment because this was the year the 49ers were going to win it. Garoppolo would have come out of the shadows of being Brady's backup, and I would have been a 49ers fan. Wow, that's all it takes? Damn. You can't even get on board with Mac? <laughs> Jesus. Mac, I know he's Mac tonight, but come on. Mac tonight you was gotta get, You got to at least give him uh, Mac a couple days. Yeah, all right. I'll give him a couple days. <laughs> I'm just saying, if the Drew Bledsoe hit never happens, you're right. You're Andy right. Reid and the Eagles become the most dominant team of the 2000s because it was really oh them, the Patriots, and the Colts, and we just couldn't 
get past that. But Marshall Falk's Colts. <laughs> <laughs> we, Danny, you never get Andy Reid. Uh, that's Jamel, crazy to think about. Your shitty crazy fandom probably stays the same. <laughs> that's crazy to think if Drew yeah. Bledsoe didn't get hurt, then the Chiefs never get Andy Reid. It's all hard. different. It's, a tep- it's all different. You can't pull at these threads, man. Uh, Jamel, sliding doors moment. The year was 2001. The quarterback was, the same year Tony, as mine. was Tony Banks. I think 2001 is a big... I think we need to make an NFL 2001 film. Mm-hmm. I feel it brewing. Uh, if the... 2001, that's a, that was a crazy year. Yeah, what else it happened? Was a, a space odyssey, sure, motherfucker. Everything happened. <laughs> it was. Everything. And if we, the commanders, didn't fire Marty Schottenheimer... My my whole childhood would have been different, man. I would have uh, graduated high school on time <laughs> with a good with a solid GPA. The he got fired after a year for uh, calling Dan Snyder a little bitch in the press. Dan Snyder, being a little bitch, gets upset by this, fires him too early. The team was building, things were brewing. We keep him. It's Schottenheimer versus Andy Reid through the whole 2000s. We're going back and forth for NFC East titles. Three conference championships, one Super Bowl loss. It's pretty much what we got. That's what I'm saying. We would have got the same package. I liked it. It's just a damn shame, dude. Because you know what happens next after he fires Marty Scheinheimer? He hires Steve Spurrier. The exact worst possible thing you could do. <laughs> a guy who was just living in Gainesville, uh, blackmailing teenagers <laughs> for the past 20 years. You bring him to coach adults? It was a mess. And if it never happened, I would also know peace. Um... <laughs> amazing that we had the same year uh newman yeah give us leave us with a prediction for the rest of this year's patriots team and then if we want to follow your sports journey or your comedy career as well tell us where where we can find you online or or otherwise the journey from regular comedy to guitar comedy is what (laughs) we're discussing here Looks All like right, well, I'm working good. on a new song. It's, it's called uh, Marcus Jones MVP. And <laughs> it's about how he makes. Now, uh, uh, what are the Patriots right now? Four and six? Six and six. Uh, six and six? Cruising. Or six and seven. And they got some and they got and they got some primetime games. I'm gonna say Patriots make the make the playoffs. I like it. Is that big? I think yeah, Patriots make I the playoffs. I think it's bold. It's huge. Uh, I do. I think the Patriots are going to lose to the Chiefs in the playoffs if they even make it to the. I bet you know what I'm going to go ahead and just throw out a prediction that Patriots do make it to play the Chiefs. I bet it's a first round thing. Whatever they're going to lose to the Chiefs. LFG. I honestly, I mean, I, you know, I, I think it's an easy prediction. I, I think I don't think anyone can stop the, the Chiefs. Honestly, that's what I think yeah, is going to happen. Except the and I yeah. Uh, so there you go. That's my prediction. And then you know. Go ahead and head on over to adamnewmancomedy.com to watch some. Yes. <laughs> or, you know, Adam D. Newman on Instagram and TikTok. I have a new song about Hitler's penis that's going viral, baby. There we go. <laughs> that's what we're talking about. Yes, sir. <laughs> uh, Newman, thanks for thanks for doing the show. And oh, uh, go Patriots. Good luck the rest of the way. Go!
guys, today's episode of Sorry We Love Football is brought to you by Sports Drink, your digital water cooler. Sports Drink is a newly created internet community that tries to find the intersection of sports and not sports. They're here to help us grow and to hate your favorite team. A rising tide lifts all boats, so go check them out online or on social. All you got to do is go to sportsdrink.org or open Instagram and type in at sportsdrink. Spelled like sports drink, but without the vowels. All we ask is you close the door behind you. You're not trying to let that funk out. Guys, we're on the Sports Drink Network. The platform. Andrew Stevens, shout him out. Go give other shows on Sports Drink a chance. Uh, You won't regret it. Week 14. We're already at week 14, and I'm already fucking up my entire picks late i've fallen into third place i went eight and seven last week jamel and danny both went 11 and four bringing our grand totals danny remains on top and again i am checking some of my favorite either local writers or national writers and you know next week i'll have prepared some of the people that you can that you you're beating or are like right there with but you're at 119 74 and two we all have ties now. Do we count a tie as a loss, or we just include that in our I think record? Well, we don't get the ties. Whatever. No, we don't get it, but we don't lose it. It's just a fucking tie. I don't know what it yeah. is. Yeah, okay. put them down. That's fair. That's fair. Jamel's at one eleven eighty two and two. Uh, I'm in third place at one hundred eight eighty five and two. So, got some some making up to do. You guys had a good week. I really wish I didn't pick the Texans. <laughs> they played fine their defense was great they just gave up three fucking defensive slash special team touchdowns it as was, we knew they would i mean there's a, it's like there's that one i'd love to sliding door and there's <laughs> always you know like every chiefs game i could pick their opponent i could pick the field against the chiefs every week and i've yeah. only lost know, three my, times and my balls got scared i couldn't do it it, it, it happens all right, so quickly, week 14, the most buys out of any week somehow. We have six buy teams. The Falcons, Bears, Packers, Colts, Saints, and Commanders are all on buy. Jamal, how do you feel about the late buy for the Seamen? Uh, I think I like it a lot. <laughs> I mean, just because, you know, this, this Chase Young situation feel, it feels favorable this time around. Usually, I wouldn't like it. I don't like an early one. I don't like a late one. Best time to have a buy is right in the middle. But this is good. Yeah, I think you have, I think, the latest one. I don't think we give a shit about any of these other teams that are on buy. I guess the Packers are slightly frisky. They're not, like, fully dead yet. Quarterback is a Nazi next. I know, but he's a back-to-back MVP, Super Bowl MVP Nazi. So They're all out of the playoffs. They're it's, not, it's actually working out very hilariously that besides the commanders, every other team on by is bullshit. Packers, the Packers are not dead yet. I they're fear dead. that they're not dead yet. Okay. Thursday night football. Raiders at Rams. Here's the Rams primetime. Dude, they have four more primetime games. Um, all right. I don't know they're, what you guys want to talk about here. This game sucks. They're starting Rams. Baker fresh off the street. I mean, yep. they, they're like... They just basically gave him a call and was like, hey, uh, do you want to just wear John Wolford's jersey out there? I mean, 
they they don't even have a <laughs> private jet for this guy. They're calling him a lift. It's not gonna. There's <laughs> yeah from oh, Carolina. No. Yes, it's all a bunch of bullshit. Give me the Raiders who are hot right now. Hot. They are hot. Yeah. They made a, They made Baker fly southwest. No. Yeah. I got. I think we all have the Raiders in this game, Jamal. Yeah, I got. I got to take the Raiders. They're hot. One Raiders note: Josh Jacobs seems like he's going to win the NFL rushing title. I don't know if this is on anybody else's radar, but. He has 1303. Nick Chubb has 1,119. So Jacobs is almost 200 yards ahead of the, the second place guy. Derrick Henry is 100 yards behind Chubb. So it looks like Josh Jacobs is going to win the rushing title, which is uh, it's interesting. He's just had a few big weeks in a row. Good for him. I can't wait to see him in a chunky soup head. Mm-hmm. Sunday morning games, Jets at Bills. This is a fun one. AFC East. Mike White should they sh- the Jets should have won that game as Danny was saying earlier. That was actually a, a very entertaining game. I know Jamel, you're you would have rather been watching it, the Commanders it Giants game. It was good, but it was a good I game. Did watch it. Yeah, it was. The Jets had so many chances to validate my pick of them against the Vikings, which would have You'd- vaulted me even further into the lead. Not that I'm sweating that because it's basically as over as the Packers season. I need the Bills to lose. I need the Bills to lose just one out of the last five games because we're not going to. Uh, It could be this one. It feels possible because the Jets won the last one. That was in New York. Yep. The Bills are a little bit feistier. The Jets are a little less feisty. They're feisty, but they they don't have that air of optimism that they had. I'm going to just take the Bills to protect my picks. But mark my words, the Bills will lose one of these games. One of these Pats, uh, fucking, I mean, the Bengals obviously could beat them. Somebody take them, the Bears, somebody take it on. Beat these Bills. Uh, I'm taking the Bills because I just, uh, life is about Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills. Can you pay my Bills? Can you pay my telephone Bills? I got I got internet Bills. I got a girlfriend Bill. Automobiles. I don't think you do. <laughs> Sorry, I was telling I was telling my lady I was like, would it would it would it be cute if when you asked me to pay for some trip that was your idea, like if you got like if I got you like a cute letterhead and it looked like Spectrum, but it was like it said like girlfriend net and then like I get a little letter in the mail and it says like oh yeah you owe me two hundred dollars for this trip we just took. Oh Jamel, I love you learning <laughs> about these long term relationships. <laughs> As our as we get to just sit here and watch and enjoy, I'm not yeah. learning. It's just happening again. <laughs> you're learning, but this is oh, you're older now. It's actually yeah, more yeah. serious, just by definition of both of your ages. That's fair. I love watching it. Uh, I have the Bills as well. I, li- I want the Jets. I like the Jets. The Jets seems very interesting to me. I remember Robert Sala talking about receipts when they started like zero two or something, when we we're all laughing at them. And now they're a respectable, good team that's probably going to make the playoffs. Um, so, uh, yeah, good for the Jets. Uh, hopefully they get in. Okay. Browns at Bengals. Mm. The battle for Ohio. Here it is. Deshaun Watson in Cincy. The place where he spiritually belongs. <laughs> yeah, it does feel right. You know, he was awful in that game. I think 
we we talked about it a little bit, but uh, he didn't. He threw for like a hundred yards. The Brown the Browns didn't have a single offensive touchdown. It was all special teams and defense. They should have lost that game to the Texans. Yeah, they were really that's bad. Wow, I was like twenty eight points. None of them were on offense. I didn't watch. None. Obviously. 27 14 is so 27 of them but um either way i don't know if that's rust or if he just sucks or if this whole thing has ruined his life or what's going on but well he hasn't played in two years yeah two years i mean that's really it and and honestly like he's not going to be that good right off of the bat no matter what but he's also never been a top five quarterback. Maybe one season he was top five. He's in 2020. He had the most passing yards in the league. I just, you know, kind of bad Texans team. He was never that awesome. And now he's going to get the humiliation that he deserves. The humiliation that he doled out to so many women is going to be brought upon him by the Bengals. Unfortunately, very good defense. And Joe Burrow is going to just throw it wild on the shitty Browns defense as well so yeah Bengals by I, I'm tempted to 40 burger just because I have so much of a lead here oh in fact let's sick. go ahead oh and burger that oh. shit wow Mr. Burger burger Line time one? burger time, burger time records no nah, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna regular pick the Bengals Danny I, I know you just acknowledge that their defense is good um who would you rather play in the AFC Championship game, Bengals or Bills? Bills, easily. My my worry is not that we're not capable of beating the Bengals or that we're not better than the Bengals. I feel like our defense is worse, and but our offense is clearly better. That said, the mental thing of losing three straight games, I don't like that. I don't like yeah. the feeling that they might have that they own us. Even though they don't, no man owns another man. That's what our constitution is all about. But uh, I don't like it. The Bills, we have that edge. So give me the Bills any day of the week. Okay. Even if it's in Buffalo, you don't give a shit? Anywhere you want to go, Josh Allen, we will come and find you. Okay. Well, we're all Bengals across the board there. Danny has the 40 burger. Uh, One sentence game is next. Texans at Cowboys. The battle for Texas. I can't, I'm actually mad at myself for not 40 burgering this one also. You, you can? can only really do one a week. Or so you can insane. only do one a week, and I'll go ahead and take that. Give me a little yeah, Berg. Right. Cowboys Berg. Berg me, burger. Blazer. That's a good <laughs> burger. This is home of the good burger. <laughs> like I said, the Texas defense wasn't bad last week, so... You know, I'd be impressed if the Cowboys put up 40 on this team. They put up 54 on the fucking I Colts. Know, that's a fucking the floodgates opened in the fourth quarter. Uh, I have the Cowboys as well. I would really love if they dropped one of their, their next five games also so we can kind of exhale a bit because the Eagles have to keep winning. It, it's not the number one seed is not locked in yet. The Cowboys think they can win it. They're courting Odell Beckham Jr. They're still trying to get their team better. Yeah, get another wide receiver to prop up Hertz's MVP numbers. You guys are put. Oh, we're not getting Odell Beckham Jr. Well, you should. You might as well. You've done all the rest of the stuff you need to do. To what else have we done? The team's homegrown except for AJ Brown. 
Get out of here. You got you get out of here. Anybody who's gotten down with Kinsu is trying to buy a championship. It's yeah, all the defensive people. line is full of some mercenaries. I'm not gonna say I, they're not. I'd love to buy a championship, to be quite honest. <laughs> but look at the Eagles offense. That's pretty much homegrown. I mean, is, is Daniel Snyder liquid enough to buy anything? <laughs> no, because he's invested in Top Gun three. Okay. Vikings at Lions. Uh Great game. Crazily enough, NFC North, uh, the Lions have won four of their past five. Um, They're going to enter the wildcard conversation if they win this game, which I think they do. Give me the Lions. It is pretty hot and tempting to do it. Jamel's got the Dante Culpepper jersey on and can't even pick the Vikings. (laughs) I'm picking the Vikings because I'm wearing the jersey. Get your roll on. It's this is so hard. It's really hard. I love the Lions. I love what they're up to. They're throwing it around. Amon Ross St. Brown is a killer stud. He's on my fantasy team. He's the only good part of my fantasy team anymore. Uh, going against Jamel, though, you know, you can't lose these precious pick points. You can't Jamel. Do it. Give me the Lions. I'm a Ooh. fucking gamer. God damn it. This is the game the of the month now. It's a big one. Uh, okay, next up, Eagles at Giants. Giants coming off a tie, <laughs> which is kind of a win for them because they were the worst team in that game. The Commanders should have won that game. Yo, um, I, yes, for sure. And the yeah, fact so the, that we also didn't blow it, I love the tie. It was my favorite tie to watch. Straight up. Dude, the way they ended the actual regulation... We got the ball back with a minute 20 and three timeouts and didn't do shit with it. For us to not lose that game after that, I got to take it. I feel a little less pumped about Heineke after that game, but I agree that you guys I'm glad you see that how regular this fool is. He makes play like big plays down the stretch, but for 50 minutes of the game, he's ass. And it's also by a nut hair, bro. Every one of his balls is about (laughs) to get tipped or should have been picked. It's true. I would say he's uh, more mid than ass, but I agree that it's he's not fair. a winning quarterback. But ass, he, ass could be mid. Ass can be mid. All right, I'm I'm not familiar with these terms. I throw them out willy nilly once I see <laughs> a few people say them on the internet. Oh, you had some mid ass before. You lived in uh, New York, you know. Oh yeah, I mean it's. Uh, I wish it could be mid. Uh, give me the Eagles, Obs. Yeah, give me the Eagles too. Guys, can we delight in that Titans beatdown? No. No, Next we can't game. delight in that? Can, can I we... mean, it was it was pretty funny to just see the GM get fired. And flipped off and harassed in Philly. <laughs> yeah. Vrabel, you get harassed, then fired. Vrabel knows how to play. He he is a good coach who game plans based on previous experiences with teams. He's He's been better at coaching against us every time we've played him. It happens with experience. He plays you guys once and then never. So, you know, that's why you, you got the the best of him this time. Play him again three seasons in a row. See what happens. I mean, that's fine. I just heard how the Titans were so physical and, you know, the commanders push us around a little bit and the Colts kind of did too. It's just, it feels like we solved that issue. So that makes me very happy. It's all what I just said. Experience, okay. uh, seismic fights, blah, blah, blah. Anything but the Eagles being good. 
we have the Eagles across the board there, unless Jamal wants to say Giants. No, I'm okay. Eagles. Okay, Ravens at Steelers. Lamar Jackson, it's a mystery. John Harbaugh said he could be out days or weeks. He's out. I mean, that's one different. Three weeks. Which they, is it? One to three weeks today is what came out. He said it's very unlikely that Lamar's starting this week. Tyler Huntley against the Steelers defense. Also, much like Coming the Raiders on. who have picked the last couple weeks, hot. Give me the Steelers yeah. again. I'm going all hot teams. Yeah, I got to go. I got to steal. I got to steal with it. This is not the game to try to pick up a fucking point on the gift card battle. Yeah, I have the Steelers too. Danny and I are chalk so far other than his 40 burger. Um, but this is the Steelers Super Bowl. They're not going anywhere this year. They know that. Now they have an injured, wounded, hated Ravens team coming to Pittsburgh. This is it. Just win this game and it's like not a total loss of a season. You can really fuck this Ravens team out of like their seating. So, you know, I expect Pittsburgh to come and play really hard. And I like Huntley, but I don't think he's as good as Lamar Jackson. So yeah, Steelers Um, Jags at Titans. Back to the Titans. I mean, we said what needed to be said, I think about what the Titans bring. I would have loved to pick the Jags this week. I would have been all over this shit after the Titans just unceremoniously fired their GM kind of admitting that they're not going to really go all the way this season. I feel like they can't beat the bigger teams. And so they're kind of trying to figure out what's the where where's the ouchie that we need to cover up with this band aid. And so they guess I guess they just decided as personnel. I don't know. Maybe he he probably also just touched someone's ass or something and they kicked him out because that's what yeah, these guys are did. getting fired for. But I wanted to pick the Jags here. I would have, but they just fucking flattened themselves last week. They just showed up with just absolutely no fight, no heart, no cojones. And I don't think they have it. I don't think they have what what's necessary to beat the Titans. So, give me the Titans. Uh yeah, tighten up. It's in Tennessee. You know, you know, we love to play down there. Yeah, you know, I'm gonna go against the grain. I'm gonna go Jags, and for the reasons Danny said, I don't like the vibes. You're firing people. You're getting blown out. This doesn't feel like a good Titans December run. Feels like they suck right now. So. I'm just going to ride that. I don't know where they're at. Okay. Sunday late games. Chiefs at Broncos. Is this this is the first Chiefs Russell Wilson game, right? Yeah. And you know what? I wouldn't even mind if we made it a one sentence game, honestly. <laughs> the next five games we've got, we got the Broncos, we got the Texans, we got the Raiders at the end of the season, we got the Seahawks, which might be something. And then we got the Broncos again. You could one sentence the rest of the season. That's why I'm saying, like, just send me forward to the playoffs when we probably will have the one seed if somebody helps us out against the Bills. Uh, yeah, I mean, Russ is a joke. Their defense is good, but can't possibly be feeling any kind of soul anymore. The Broncos didn't reach the red zone once last week against the Ravens. Not if even we, once. If we score 20 points, the game is over. Are you going to be annoyed though when you guys win nineteen to ten? Or are you just who gives a shit? No, I mean who gives a shit? We we need to see some things. Honestly, we need to see some stuff from our defense. Shore some stuff up. I'm sure Andy Reid will pop in some 
some new pieces and try to see how they work. It's all about gearing up for the playoffs. So I don't care how we play the rest of the season. Jamel? Chiefs. Le Chief. Chiefs. Okay. Panthers at Seahawks. Panthers coming off a bye. Seahawks coming off a last second win in Los Angeles. I'm going to lead this one. I'm going Panthers. <laughs> they cut off the cancer that was Baker Mayfield. Sam Darnold. <laughs> yeah, re- replaced rise. it with the AIDS that is Sam Darnold. <laughs> uh, you know, I just don't buy the Seahawks thing yet. I think they're okay. Like, I don't know. Panthers are tough. The division's still in play, even though the Bucks fucking stole that game on Monday night. But uh, give me the Panthers. Well, give me the opposite, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I can't, can't root for the Panthers in this spot. I like the Seahawks. I mean, it's Geno Smith. What better story is that? That's all you need to say. Geno Smith v. Sam Darnold. Who did you think was going to be the beloved comeback player of the year this season? I had no doubt it was going to be Geno Smith from day one. Both. Hey, disgrace Jets rivalry game. Former former disgraced Jets quarterback revenge game against each other. Yeah, why not? That's pretty. Funny. Uh, all right, you guys both have the Seahawks. I have the Panthers. Bucks at Niners. This is the most interesting game of the day to me because did Tom Brady recapture some magic? Are the Niners going to be okay with Brock Purdy? So many questions. We know how good the defenses are. For both teams, I mean, specifically the Niners. I, I don't know. Are you as fascinated about this game as I am? I think this is... I mean, the, the Tom Brady could play quarterback for the Niners next season. That's in play. <laughs> I know we talked about the Patriots, but they could court him. There's all sorts of shit in the background of this game. I'm picking the Niners, but not with confidence, because I don't like this Brock Purdy thing one fucking bit. I don't like it either. And and if you're the Bucks, you're going to key in on this running game that the Niners have and try to make Brock Purdy beat you with one game of scouting on this guy. I think you could probably have him figured out. You're not going to watch Tom Brady walk off the field and people are a loser to, to Brock, Brock Purdy. Yeah, you're not going to he doesn't want those questions. He's in a playoff race. Give me the Bucks, man. Sorry. Sorry Niners fans. Sorry Kungle. Yeah, I must too take the bunks. Ah, wait, it's in San Francisco, huh? It is. It's in, it's in San Francisco. Hello, Bucks coming off a Monday night game cross country to the Brock Purdy led 49ers. Brock, Brock Purdy fest. The, it's not going to be Purdy out there. Is Mr. My... Irrelevant versus the GOAT. I mean, that is the storyline here. You you couldn't have quarterbacks from two two different fucking universes well, playing against each other. Both late round picks, though. Yeah, I mean, we know what Tom is now. We don't know what the fuck Purdy is. Just saying. Hey, All right. that's what I did. I just Come like your me. defense a lot. Tom Brady's old and fragile and sucks. Take this a shot a, at the champ. A, this is an endorsement of Trent Williams more than anything. Okay. We haven't mentioned his name that much this year. He's just been great. He hasn't almost died, so good on you, Trent Williams. Okay, uh, Sunday night, Dolphins at Chargers. Danny, I'm going to say something that you, I think, are going to like. I fucking hate this Chargers team. (laughs) They are so 
not fun to watch. I don't see any joy that they play with. I don't understand why they're in Los Angeles. Every year they're the preseason darlings. Every year they fucking suck. I still, I think Herbert's interesting, but it's not enough to save them. I, I hate watching the chargers. Truly. I really do. It's, I knew this from jump. I said it, I said it about the whole division, frankly, but, uh, definitely the chargers. They'll, they'll make you believe with all their guys that they've got, but all they do is just get another year older and it's just injury after injury. And they do not have a coach. They're in the Sean Payton sweepstakes right now. Dolphins. I feel like, you know, they're still playing for the one seed. They're still trying to compete. They got their asses kicked by a better defense. Tua's not going to be able to handle a really good defense in the playoffs, but the Chargers don't have one. So give me the Dolphins. Melly? When I say the phrase bolts for butts, what does that mean to you? It means butt. To me, it means a fan is settling down in in their section of uh, SoFi Stadium. They sit down, they get a little shock, and then they look under their seat, and there's a nice little Chargers like piece of memorabilia waiting there for them. A joy buzzer? Inside their ass. Yes. I'm taking the Chargers. Oh, oh. I know. I'm so I'm so against that. I'm going Dolphins 40 burger. <laughs> Give me wow. the Dolphins just absolutely <laughs> taking out their rage on the Chargers. They just played the best defense in the league. Now they're playing the Chargers, who fucking suck. I love it. This is the first time all season we got three burgers on the table. It is. Hey, finally, meals for are high. Yeah. Let's all go. right. Monday night football, uh, a steaming pile of garbage. Patriots at Cardinals. I'm going to take the Cardinals just because the Patriots have struggled with running quarterbacks this season. It seems like this, I look at their schedule. Their losses are against <laughs> running quarterbacks. So Cardinals. This game is like those seasons at SNL with Robert Downey Jr. They're going to make this <laughs> tape disappear. Yes, they are. So bad. Oh, my God. Why? What? No. We got to pick this? Danny, you got to pick first, dude. I'm not doing it. I'll say, you know, I was about to go Pats, and then Dan said the thing about running quarterbacks, and I'm like, fuck it. Sure, that sounds right. Give me the cards. Uh, Yeah, I'm, I'm picking the Cardinals, too. <laughs> <laughs> not even strategically trying to pick the Pats. I get it. No, I mean, hey. it's in Arizona. Uh, it's fine. Whatever. Sure. I went to they Tucson once. I had fun. They beat bad teams. That's where they're at. Yeah, I think so, too. This will be a, a, just a sloppy-ass, disgusting game to watch. All right, let's move on to this week's mailbag. It's it's December, and we're getting some some Santa Claus mail mixed in with our listener mail, mixed in with our Hanukkah mail, mixed in with uh, any other type of religious holiday mail. Mm-hmm. You've got mail. So, Danny, I don't know which bag you're going to reach into, but pick a bag, reach in, and uh, grab a letter. I'm going to find this bag that has a super juicy bottom and go right down in there <laughs> and grab a letter. Uh, oh, oh, this is interesting. This is from Drew Brees. Oh, I like no. that. I, You know, big, big in like the news that. this week. Let's see what it says. Uh, hey, guys, big fan of the show. And don't worry, I'm alive. The video of me getting hit by lightning was just a promo for a betting site. And that's why I'm writing in, because there was a backlash from a group of people who've been affected by lightning strikes. And they felt that this gag was tasteless 
and insensitive toward them. So to those folks, I say, you're right. And that was exactly the point. Truth is, I came up with this whole thing to make fun of you because you're all a bunch of stupid clowns. All that stuff Kanye feels about Jews, I feel toward lightning strike survivors. Are you so dumb? You can't help standing around a telephone pole during a thunderstorm? All my fans know I have a very deep relationship with Jesus Christ and his dad, the Lord Almighty. And if you were just bumbling down the street one day and a bolt of night lightning shows up and snipes the shit out of you, it's pretty clear that those two were trying to send you a message. Think on your sins, get right with God, and bite my Super Bowl winning ass, you morons. Many blessings, Drew Brees. Why did they do that? Why was that the stunt that now I want to go bet on the Saints because I saw Drew Brees get struck by lightning? I don't know. It sounds like it's uh, he just it did, insisted yeah, we, on shitting on lightning strike. Danny, you bring up, a, or Drew, you bring up a, a great point. Um, it does seem like you're at least more than 0% at fault if you get struck by lightning, right? Go in the house. <laughs> like, there's just, you're, you're part of that equation. It's not just 100% uh, the lightning's fault. And most of the time, I would say, yeah, it's been raining for a while, too. Like, you shouldn't be out there. There's thunder warning you. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, lightning's coming. There's systems in place. There's sirens and news reports. Everything that you can access is there to tell you. Your phone will pop up with an alert that just says, get in the fucking house, moron, and take the change out of your wallet. <laughs> uh, Jamel. Do you have a letter this week to read? Yeah, I got a letter from uh, I got a letter from none other than Tony Banks, writing in from the Green Hill School. He says, uh, "Hey guys, uh, what's up? I just listened to an advanced copy of the show, and don't worry about me, guys. My life is actually going great right now. I'm the head football coach at this school for diplomats' children with behavioral problems, and it is going great." Also, I don't think about my time in D.C. at all, man. So be it. Can you imagine me, the hottest thing in town? I'm owning Eastern Motors car dealership. I can't own a car dealership. I'm terrible with money. Don't cry for me, Argentina. Continue to do the show. I love listening. And I'm also enjoying the World Cup if you guys want to talk about some real football. No, thanks. <laughs> That's just a little joke. Uh, anyway, uh, I gotta go now. Bye. <laughs> it's fun to end a letter like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Jamel, it, I, I forgot that Tony Banks was your quarterback in 2001 during the Schottenheimer season. The first quarterback to lose five straight games and then win five straight games. Historic. Might've never happened since. He was a part of the, the Ravens Super Bowl team. Yeah, he was. Good days for Tony Banks. Tony Banks had a, he had a run. Um, okay, hey, I got a letter here from a, a guy who's currently in the league. Um, it's a letter from Brock Purdy. It, oh, wow. It, it reads, uh, hey, guys, big fan of the show. I'm writing in to tell you that, unfortunately, I won't have much time to listen anymore. 
I'm somehow the starting quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers, a team that still has Super Bowl hopes despite me being their quarterback. Uh, between you and I, between you guys and me, I'm very scared. I have to play Tom fucking Brady next week in my first ever start, and I think I'm going to poop my pants on the field. Now, if I poop my pants on the field, which is very likely to happen, then everybody's going to go ahead and call me Brock Poopy, and I can't go back to that. Brock Turdy? The truth is, I... I Yeah, Brock Turdy. Brock Turdy. The truth is, I pooped my pants once in middle school, and I got teased so hard, I had to move to Iowa and start a new life. So... Do you guys have any advice on how to not poop your pants at work? Please share with me if you do. Signed block signed Brock Purdy. Block Plurdy. Block, block Party. Plurdy. Ooh. Uh, so he did ask a question. Uh Jamel, do you have any advice on how to not poop your pants at work? Well, uh one thing I would say is um make sure. Your nasal cavities are good. You're going to make sure you're not going to sneeze randomly. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Claritin, Flonase, uh, Mucinex, just whatever it takes. Yeah, whatever it takes to keep those passages clear, because once you start sneezing, then things going to start squeezing. Is there such a thing as kegels for your ass also? Tighten Probably. Oh, so throughout the week, kind of get used your ass Used yeah, to tightening tight. and, and untightening. Muscle up, yeah. muscle up back there. And they got they got underwear for that now, man. You can have preemptive uh, shitty drawers underwear. But if oh. somebody pulls down your your pants a little bit and reveals a diaper, I mean, it's I think it's just Bro, who's going to be pulling down your pants? Sometimes it happens. Yeah, defensive lineman. Yeah, that's trying true. to grab you, you and get you're sacked. To scramble. Yeah. Oh right. Oh. So they... And then now he's Brett Brock diaper. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure that uh, Big Ben was wearing an adult diaper the last few seasons in Pittsburgh. The name of the show is Brock Diaper, in case Brock you're wondering. Uh, Danny, final thoughts on the week. I just can't believe we made it through an entire show without even bringing up Antonio Brown's standoff with the police. What's, What's that, become of that? Did that even end? I don't know. As far as I know, and the news has informed me, he is still in that house with cops surrounding the place, and it's been almost a week. Uh, I mean, I hope he gets help, but I also kind of hope he just gets what's coming to him. Fuck him. I miss I miss the old days where all he did was jerk off in a pool in front of all the guests at a hotel. Yeah, like the old... The innocent two, days. Like <laughs> two months ago days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's your great point. I don't know how the hell we missed that one. Uh, Jamel, final thoughts. Uh, I'm really loving this season. Um, I'm loving the amount of ties that have taken place this season. Yeah. Week 17 is going to be a fucking mess. And I'm glad that my team is a part of it. The The cross between teams resting guys and teams needing to win is going to be so fucked up especially in the NFC. I can't wait to see the Lions playing meaningful football in January, no matter if they win or lose this week. You're welcome. Um, and I'm sorry, too. I think I was well. well okay. I'm, I'm, my final oh, thought is oh. I'm sorry as well. Yeah, excuse me. Oh, that's okay. that's quite all right. Uh, you know, I'll just make something up. I think... Like like we started the show with Jalen Hurts MVP campaign, I've never had an MVP 
in my life. I would love to see it. it feels everybody, like it's kind of happening. Everybody doesn't it's, get MVPs, Dan. Yeah, I don't know. There's MVPs. one. There's I'm one. S- I'm sorry, dude, but Norm Van Brocklin can sleep soundly in his grave tonight. Why are you anti Hertz MVP? I think it's a real thing. I think there's it's a very pro obvious Norm reason. Van Brocklin. Yeah. Who, oh, mean, you think I Patrick love, Mahomes? I mean, it's pretty obvious to everyone with eyes. I think his his stats are slightly better, but his Much record better. isn't. His impact on his team record uh, get out of here is when the you same. Guys are buying your team. Okay. I'm sorry that you feel that way, Danny. Well, I'm sorry you're dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm sorry you guys are fighting. I don't know how to feel. <laughs>